I wanted to play an instrument Cause musicians are so cool And I wanted to be cool But I found playing an instrument is kinda hard I tried the harmonica but I really sucked I tried the guitar but my fingers couldn't do it I was ready to give up Then I saw a little instrument in the shop It didn't cost too much so I gave it a shot Now I play all the time and my friends do too And who knew ukulele is the new black Yeah, it's the new black Everybody's playing it Welcome to Ukulele is the New Black. I'm Meredith Harper and I love to play the ukulele. In this podcast, I talk to ukulele players to find out why this little instrument has become so popular. In today's episode, I talk to Tim Griffin, another ukulele player I met on the Joko Cruise in February. If you don't know what the Joko Cruise is, listen to episodes 2 and 4, which I recorded with Joey Mariana and Kendra Ziswick on the cruise. Tim is a little different to my other guests so far in that he considers guitar to be his primary instrument, but he played his uke enthusiastically enough on the cruise to qualify for a spot on the podcast. He is passionate about using music for education, which I think is a fantastic thing. Just a note about the audio. We recorded this in my cabin and they must have been revving the engines pretty hard that day because there's a bit of background hum. My apologies. Anyway, here's Tim. Introduce yourself, ukulele player. Well, my name's Tim Griffin. I'm from Los Angeles, and I am a retired elementary school teacher. I now run a small nonprofit called Griffin Ed. We are a team of teachers and songwriters and performers using music to help kids learn science, math, history, and other stuff they need for school. That is totally awesome. So how many, you said there's a team, how many in the team? Well, I'm the only person full-time on the project. I have a part-time assistant and then we have a whole lot of musicians who drop in and out doing studio work, depending on what the song requires. Right. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so, look, how long have you been playing the ukulele? Uh, ukulele, I picked up about 20 years ago, I guess. I had already been performing on guitar for about 10 years, but I had an aunt in Honolulu who insisted that I ought to play ukulele as well. So she took me shopping, and we got a pretty good little Hawaiian ukulele, and I've been goofing around on it. Uh, ever since. So you should know what you're doing by now. Oh, <laughs> about half the time. <laughs> That's all anyone can ask, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> um, so, um, so you said you played guitar before. Yeah. So, so how we, long did you play the guitar for? I've been playing guitar for about 30 years now. Okay. Uh, mostly as a hobbyist. I only started doing it at, at a, something closer to a professional level in the last five years. Right. Okay. So you're, you're an actual musician then? I am, although technically my business card says I'm an executive director of a nonprofit because <laughs> that sounds more serious. It, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yes, it's much better for the bank manager. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> although, you know, my, my son actually pointed out to me, he's 16 years old, and I was having an argument with him pointing out, you know, you can't grow up to be a professional video game player. And he said, well, Dad, you know, I think people can grow up to be anything they want. You actually grew up to be your own Dungeons & Dragons character. And I said, what are you talking about? He said, Dad, you, you use music to share knowledge with people. You're a bard. Oh, so it's, you used to play a bard in d and I used to play a bard in D&D, and now I actually am a bard. That so. is interesting. <laughs> I hope I never turn into a ranger. That would be very dangerous for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and some other characters I. Yeah, but yes, Bard is good. Bard, Bard is, is good. good. Yes. Because <laughs> the funny thing is, my last name is Harper. Well, which yeah. means I should be. That's kind and, of bad. And yet you same. play ukulele. I know. I actually tried playing the harp, as in the harmonica. Right. Uh, I thought, how hard can it be? The answer is very hard. Oh, that's an extremely hard instrument it is. to play well. And I thought, no, I'm going to try something else. And then I started the ukulele. So, right on. Yeah. It was, a, it was a good plan. So um, so how did you learn? Were you self-taught on the ukulele? Pretty much. The, the tuning works about the same as on a guitar. Uh, so it, so I just started doing it with the same chords I was doing on guitar. There's, yep. There are some transitions and things that work a little better on the ukulele. So the, the trick is, for me when I'm writing a song is to identify what's the right instrument to play because I also perform on mandolin and piano and a few other things. I've looked at mandolins and thought, oh, they look fantastic. It's a terrific instrument. And uh, if you can play, it's a little bit like with the ukulele. It's something people don't hear every day. So mm. if you've got three or four chords in your pocket, you're in business because people aren't going to be comparing you to every other mandolin player they heard this week, unless you're in Nashville or something. Yeah, yeah, that's a different um, different story entirely. Yeah. <laughs> so what kind of music do you like playing? Well, my, uh, mostly I like to write songs that are kid-friendly, but grown-up friendly too, and we do a lot of nonfiction stuff about specific things for science and math and history. Uh, but we do some goofy songs too. So when I, it, it all depends on who's in the audience. When I'm in front of grown-ups, I'll do songs about Game of Thrones or Doctor Who, and I get to go to a lot of science fiction conventions and things like that and perform for people. It's great fun. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, so I would, I would love to learn to write songs. In fact, um, for, 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 for my podcast listeners, yeah. by now I'm hoping I have written a song because I'm planning to write a theme for this podcast. Um, if I don't, I'll just cut that bit out. <laughs> That's all right. Well, I'll tell you something, Meredith. Uh, about half of my job in Los Angeles as head of Griffin Ed is going to schools as a songwriting artist in residence. And I work with kids and their teachers where we, we do workshops writing songs together about the things they're studying. Okay. And they just uh, they make up their own lyrics, usually to tunes of songs they already know, because yep. that way they don't have to play an instrument to be able to share them with each other. And uh, it's a good time, and I've, I've done uh, hundreds and hundreds of songwriting workshops. I'd be delighted to share with you if you want. Okay. Yes. Okay. Once we've done this thing, Fine. I think we'll be we'll be writing a theme tune for this podcast. Okay. As long as I don't have to, you know, I can have to keep the copyright for it. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> totally selfish. Totally. Totally. So, do you play any covers as well, or you just really do your own stuff? I'll do some covers of uh, other educational songs. I'll, I'll usually do some schoolhouse rock in a live show. Uh, so, sometimes I'll borrow a song or two from They Might Be Giants. They've done some wonderful science mm. music. Uh, but mostly, I do my own stuff because uh, it's you know partly because of copyright issues and, and because uh, you can and because I can because yeah. it's just fun. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, so, when do you outside the educational? Do yeah. you play with other other grown ups just for fun, or is it whenever I get the chance, schedule permitting? It's it's yeah. all about cramming enough hours into the day. Uh, but yeah, there are you know one of the fun things about being a musician in Los Angeles is there are so many other musicians out there doing all kinds of things. Uh, there are singer songwriter groups that get together monthly at local cafes and people just sit around and throw songs at each other. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, people, re even though they're mostly writing about things that are very different from what I'm doing, it's always an education to sit down with other people who are on the same journey in a different way. 
and uh, learning from each other. Okay. And I guess being a musician for as long as you have, mm-hmm. it's not too hard for you to find other people. Yeah. You know where they hang out. Yeah. <laughs> So um, so my other question I warned you I was going to ask you is how has ukulele changed your life? I don't know that it's changed my life, but it's definitely changed my music. Because what I, what I find is for songwriting, it is often helpful to write on something that's not your primary instrument. Uh, if I write exclusively on guitar, what I find happens is I start sliding into a little bit of a rut where I follow the same patterns that have worked for me before. But when I sit down with a ukulele or another instrument that I kind of know how to play but is not really my main thing, I find that it makes me think a little more about where I'm going. Why am I doing this chord change? What if I did it this way instead? Or what would work better? And even if I wind up sharing it with people on my main instrument, going back to guitar, I find that it will change the song and give it a fresher sound because I'll be doing things that are just a little bit different than if I were just doing it the usual way. Yeah. Okay. And I always think it's interesting that because I, I really only play the one instrument, well, and voice, which is also an instrument. It sure is. Um, it, which is my action. That is the reason I started to learn ukulele is because I needed someone to accompany me when I sing. Exactly. You get <laughs> tired of looking for somebody with you an instrument. You do. You do. Um, <laughs> but as someone who really only you know, plays that one instrument, um, I look at these people who play, you know, some half a dozen and think, how do you choose which, which one to play? Yeah. So it's just, yeah, it depends on, a, I guess, a different mood. And as the ukulele is such a, a cheerful instrument. Yes. Um, but you don't get that same. You get more of a complexity, I think, in, in guitar, especially with that with finger picking. I always listen to that and think, oh, I've tried it on the ukulele, and, and look, part of it is just the fact I haven't been playing for that long. Yeah. But I think you get that lovely, full, complex sound with a guitar. Um, a ukulele, yeah. it, it's a, it is a different thing. It's, sure. it's it's a little happy, chirpy thing. Yeah. And portable. Mm. Much more so. Yep. Actually, there's one ukulele group that I play with, and one of our members, um, she plays the ukulele now. She used to play the cello, and occasionally she does bring the cello along, which is fantastic. But you see her lugging this thing and think, I know why you That's change a instruments. Lot of work. Yeah. 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 My uh, grandmother, when she was young, was a prodigy on two instruments. She played the harp and the piano. And when she got to a level that her teachers told her she had to specialize in one or the other, she chose piano, mostly because if you play harp, people actually expect you to bring yes, harp. Yes, yes. Whereas piano, people don't generally ask you to bring one. Not often, no. Yeah. <laughs> Quite difficult to do that. Yeah, actually, I, when I say I, I only play one instrument when I was younger, I did play the piano for a while and the violin, but it's such a long way back, and I never played them that well hmm. that I, I kind of discounted. I still have a piano. Yeah. I've been I've moved house probably 15 times in my adult life and yeah. every time I've taken that piano with me I rarely play it mm-hmm. but I like to own it because one day I might want to play it. I, you never I know. think maybe soon. Maybe soon. <laughs> and speaking of playing, so you're going to play me a song. Do a well, few we, if you want. We could do well, I, I got no place to go. We're all stuck on a boat for a week. <laughs> That's right. So I can, we can play all night. Uh, yeah, I would love to share a song with you. Okay. Uh, so I'll, I'll give you an example of the kind of thing I do at work. Uh, yep. Now, one of the things that has changed in science instruction in the United States, uh, we used to just have life science, physical science, and earth science. We've added now a fourth branch to science instruction for engineering and technology. 
Now, I used to teach first grade, and when I heard that we were adding engineering, I was thinking about when I was six years old, I thought I knew what an engineer was. An engineer is the white man at the front of the train. Right. <laughs> so what I wanted to do was write a song about other things that engineers can do and have done mm. just to sort of introduce the whole field to, uh, to, to the children and get them thinking about what engineering is really about. So anyway, I thought I should write a song about what engineering really is and introduce some of the different disciplines in the field and get kids thinking about what kind of things would they do when they grow up if they're going to be an engineer. So this is a song that's just called Engineer. Awesome. All right, shall I begin? Go, go right. for it. All right. I want to build a pyramid Just like the ancient Egyptians did Moving mighty stones over water and sand There may be 10,000 workers under my command Master the math and geometry Make it rise into the sky for all the world to see Build it to last 5,000 years Oh, I want to be an engineer I'll build a highway to every state Great big bridges like the Golden Gate I'll build a mighty fine road of concrete and steel an automobile drive everywhere and everywhere I go I can even engineer the traffic flow all the other drivers gonna clap and cheer oh I want to be an engineer no nobody else can do all of the things an engineer can do any good mind can make a design but it takes an come true you say you want to fly somewhere i can build a plane that'll take you there or if you go into the moon or maybe to mars you know i'm working on a rocket gonna get to the stars any old place that you want to go you know you're gonna need an engineer to make it so if you want to make things i'll make it clear then you want to be an engineer i know nobody else can do all of the things an engineer can do any good mind can make a design but it'll take an engineer to make it come true we engineer the world each day Maybe even engineer your DNA I'm saying if you want to make things I'll make it clear Then you want to be an engineer If you want to make things I'll make it clear Then you want to be an engineer Yay, fantastic. I Thanks. love that song. That is so cool. Right on. Well, yeah, we, we've, we've got uh, four albums out. We're working on our fifth. And wow. we, we actually have solid data showing that a kid who hears one of our songs five times or more will test higher on that topic. That is so good because I guess it's easier to – it sinks in, doesn't it? It sticks in the head. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's great. Enjoyed that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. If you want to hear more music from Tim, he does a lot of shows for kids at schools and libraries around Southern California. 
He'll be performing and teaching songwriting workshops for grown-ups at the upcoming World Science Fiction Convention in San Jose, California, and will be the featured music guest at FenCon in Dallas, Texas in September. You can also hear and buy his music on his website, griffined.org, and he has a YouTube channel. You can follow the links in the show notes. Tim was going to record a second song for me later in the cruise, but we both got distracted and it didn't happen. So instead, stick around after the credits for a song from his album The Da Vinci Chord called Leonardo's Mother. It's not played on ukulele, but it's a great tune. Ukulele is the New Black is produced by me, Meredith Harper, and I also wrote and performed the theme tune. Graphic design is by Seb Carrero. Episodes are released every second Monday, and you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Tumblr, or your podcatcher of choice. Our YouTube channel has a playlist of songs relating to each podcast episode. Want to support the show? Please subscribe to the podcast, give us a review on iTunes, and go to the website ukuleleisthenewblack.com to donate or buy merch. And follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. See you next time. Leonardo's mother had a thing or two to say About the way he filled his notebooks up with sketches every day She noted he showed aptitude in science, math, and art But Leonardo, won't you finish what you start? You designed a fancy bridge to span a quarter of a mile Thirteen fellas eating dinner and a lady with a smile I'll admit I like the angel who enunciates the news But if you were really wise you'd organize your socks and shoes As Leonardo grew he got in trouble all the time Filling every book he read with little notes When his mother saw him scribbling, she said it was a crime, so she seldom even noticed what he wrote. There were amazing annotations on anatomy and art, some surprising revelations on the pumping of the heart. There were maps of such precision that they looked like photographs, and a portrait of the Baptist and a Bacchus just for laughs. There were notes on physiology of humans and of birds, and a study of a baby in the womb. And she told him, everybody likes your pictures and your words, but I'll really be impressed when you get dressed and clean your room. Leonardo was the model of the Renaissance, they say, but there were so many things he left undone. Showing genius in every imaginable way, but I wish he had completed everything he had begun. Several sketches of a horse to build a giant statue of And some uncompleted paintings of the ladies that he loved A handy helicopter to go flying through the air And a well-proportioned guy inside a circle and a square One device for cooking food with solar power instead of fire And another nifty tool to test the tensile strength of wire A twenty-meter crossbow that I wish that I could shoot And a pyramid that really was an early parachute One machine he called an organ but was really just a gun And a geometric figure on the cube octahedron And about a dozen paintings done while he was in his groove There's a few in the Uffizi and the Lisa in the Louvre This is just a partial list, you know there are so many others He began and then completed only part And now I wish that Leonardo'd only listen to his mother When she told him, Leonardo, won't you finish what you start?
and we said said before um no we didn't but we did because <laughs> <laughs> it's the new black